Welcome to Context with Advanced Design. Context is a podcast space where laid-back conversations on design, life, and everything in between happen. In this show, we interview experts in our field, but also students, educators, and anyone who's part of the industrial design family. Thank you for tuning in, and here's today's episode. Welcome to another session of Context with Advanced Design. My name is Hector Silva, and today we have the pleasure of having on our podcast a couple of students from Offsite, which is our design education initiative. For those who don't know about Offsite, it's a 12-week online pilot program. Let me repeat that, pilot program <laughs> catered towards furthering design education outside of traditional academia. Our first cohort, I believe, was an overwhelming success, and we now have a couple of students to tell you about their experience in the program uh, as we are riding really high on this wave of excitement. Um, and uh, so thank you so much everyone for being here. We actually have a couple of students here. Um, if you can please introduce yourself um, and a little bit about where you're at at the moment. And if you're a recent graduate, if you're a working professional, um, but we can get started with, uh, we can get started with Henry. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Henry. Um, I am uh, Henry Ripley, if you want to know my last name. Um, seems like those are important sometimes. Um, but I'm a recent graduate from Arizona State University. Um, graduated back in May, you know, right in the middle of this uh, lovely time to be a graduate from design school. Um, and also just kind of ended up being um, like a perfectly timed thing for me. You know, it was a really rough um, year. I think it was for everybody. Um, and so being able to like have something where I could just go into and continue um, to learn and just be supported and feel like design was actually something I wanted to do instead of a uh, little bit of a jaded experience I had. So, yeah, and uh, I'm in LA right now. Awesome. Uh, yeah, thank you for sharing. Let's uh, move on to Olive. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'm Olive. Uh, I'm based in the UK. Um, England. I graduated Nottingham Trent Uni uh, this summer just gone, so 2020. Um, similar to Henry really, I had a bit of a tricky end to the year graduating online and off-site kind of came along at the right sort of point in time for me and um, felt like the right thing to go straight into and um, keep it going. Fantastic. Um, and uh, thank you, Olive. And we'd love to hear more about your perspective because you're actually based in the UK. So uh, pretty awesome that you're part of this initiative. Let's hear from um, Herman. Hey, guys. My name is German Manetti, currently in Miami, Florida. I graduated from the, uh, from the University of Florida, and I was working in the medical design field for a company in Indiana. Um, offsite came at a perfect time because during COVID, uh, I got laid off and I wanted to spend my time honing my craft. I wanted to really dive deep into what design meant for me and how I could use it to help others in the future. All right, last but not least, Taylor. Hi, um, I'm Taylor Mao. I graduated about a year ago, finishing my master's in product design. Um, and then I went on to work in the toy industry for about a year until I recently was laid off. Um, and so similar to German, this has been like a perfect time for me to look back and, you know, 
look at my skills and see, you know, what I could do to further improve them. Um, and I'm also based in Silicon Valley. So it seems from what I'm gathering from everyone's responses, it seems like 2020 has just been a roller coaster ride. I feel like everyone has been affected some way or another, um, either job or school wise, and even ourselves, like we, it was actually a blessing. I know 2020 has been dark. So, um, but when I say a blessing, I mean really a silver lining in this pandemic is we were able to offer something um, find an opportunity in this really strange year to offer um, something on a global scale like Offsite and that uh, you guys were part of this grand experiment that we like to label as a pilot program. Uh, so we appreciate your trust that you had in us. Um, and, uh, you know, last week was the end of our first cohort. It was 12 weeks long. Um, I would love to hear about your, you know, as you signed up for offsite, um, what were you, what were you expecting? What were you not expecting? Or maybe like, you know, we, we didn't really tell you like, Hey, this is going to be a big festival. Um, but you took a chance on us. Um, you paid to be in the program and, uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. And uh, we can have, let's say, Henry go first. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I think for me, it was kind of like a no, a bit of a no-brainer. Um, I'm maybe not the best person to talk about uh, taking risks with advanced design. I, I think I, I took a little bit of a risk when I was in, um, in school one year, and I went up for the second score one. And so, just having that experience and that that convinced me. You know, anything anything you guys have been doing. Um, you're pretty good at it. So um, when when you announced offsite, I was like, well, you know, I don't have anything going on and I might as well do something with this time instead of just sitting around, um, you know, playing Animal Crossing. Uh, so <laughs> um, I, I think I, I submitted an application, I think the day after the announcement. Um, I was like, you know, just the opportunity to, learn from the people who you had like teaching was like I was hooked already for the amount that it was I think value wise like I was comparing that to like how much it would have cost me at Arizona State to do a summer class mm. that was like three grand mm -hmm. I think for one 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 studio class over the summer um I was like you know that's a that's a big no-brainer uh it just makes sense yeah yeah, well, we, we really appreciate that. I think anything that we do, and, and this can be applicable to what you guys are doing as designers, make sure that whatever you do in your career and in your life, you put 150% and you measure twice, cut once kind of mentality to make sure, because you have that reputation, you want to make sure people, you know, um, trust you and they that you're you're known for your for being reliable so i think that's kind of our approach to everything that we do are we perfect by far we're absolutely not perfect at all but we i think one thing is that we try to be as honest as possible where we do fall short um what about you olive who's based in england and there's a time difference with our program here in the states when you were applying for offsites um what 
were you thinking about? What were you seeking in return? What expectations? And uh, why did you sign up to Offsite? Okay. Um, yeah, I kind of, um, I kind of signed up, and my I sent off. I was quite unsure, actually. I was kind of the opposite end to Henry. I was kind of umming and ahhing for a really long time about whether whether or not to do it. Um, especially my parents thought it was a bit mad signing up for something that I'd kind of just seen a post on Instagram and paying money to somewhere, something that was just an Instagram kind of post and a bit of a website, which was like, are you sure? Um, so yeah, I they were a bit unsure about that kind of side of things. Um, but I think I submitted the kind of, I think a few hours maybe before the deadline. Um, and yeah, the time difference was another thing that like was, was a bit of a like, or oh, would that be okay? Would that work? But, um, I guess not having a job really did make it doable. I just kind of shifted my sleeping patterns to fit with <laughs> the time zones and it, it worked, worked really well. Um, yeah, other than not really seeing my family until mid-afternoon, it worked worked quite well. That's uh, that's awesome. I'm really happy that you had these concerns um, and that you kind of just trusted us and took a risk. So we really appreciate that. I hope one day I get to talk to your parents because that's a really good story. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really cool story. Uh, German. What about you? So my experience is similar to Olive's. Um, I was super hesitant because I was never really involved in the design community at all. In the company I worked for before I got laid off, I was the only designer. I was the only creative in the team. So I wanted to expose myself to what else is out there. You know, I wanted to really dive deep into what design meant for myself and for the people I'm designing for and for me it was a lack of confidence in my portfolio that I applied until like the last minute same as Olive and I remember calling you Hector and you actually helped uh helped me a lot and make the decision because I was torn between grad school and this and for me um what clicked in my head was that here I would get exposed to so many different people instead of just you know, 10 to 15 people at a cohort for two years, I get to be exposed to like such amazing professors. And the what really sealed the deal was the the money. It was at a good price for me, at least financially, where I could make a risk that essentially helped me sharpen my knives and develop myself better as a designer. Yeah, I think, um, I think, customer service and that sounds very like retail um but there's no way around it i think the human experience in design education is necessary um if someone sends me an email and they say i have concerns about offsite do you have five minutes to talk on the phone i would be like yes call me right now um because I think making sure that you're talking to a human being about your concerns and listening to their concerns and trying to find a solution 
Um, I think that's important. And that's really hard to do now with anything. Everything is so automated. Um, even schools, right? There's all these administrators, but it's so hard to talk to someone and get a simple question answered. Um, so when you reached out and said, can I talk to you? I was like, I'd be more than happy to do that. And actually found out that we have more in common um, because you, you were based in South Bend. I had just finished working at the University of Notre Dame, which is based in South Bend. And um, I think it's, you know, design is a very small community and we have a lot more in common than, than, than differences. So I think that was uh, amazing. So I really appreciate you for doing that. And uh, last but not least, I'd love to hear from Tyler. Um, so I think for me, I was unsure about offsite um, just because I wasn't sure if the program was for me. Um, with my background being, um, I did my undergrad in computer and electrical engineering. Um, I kind of discovered industrial design late. Um, I knew I wanted to do product design. So that's what I did my master's in. Um, but then as I was doing my master's, I discovered industrial design, but it was a little too late to switch my master's. Um, so I ended up completing it, um, but I knew I wanted to get an industrial design role and that was like my ultimate goal. So when I discovered offsite, I was like really excited, but also unsure if the program would be for me just because I didn't have that experience that everyone else seemed to have coming into it. So I was a little concerned. Um, I had applied anyway and just like really hoped for the best. Um, and I got in and I was like really happy that I ended up getting in. Um, I think for me, I was, uh, I thought that the program would be really good just because it was run by Hector and I had found Hector on Instagram. And just like the kinds of things that like Hector posts about, I was like, oh, wow, this is really cool. He posted about lens talks. And so I went to those. And so I had kind of some confidence that offsite would be a good investment. So yeah, I was really happy that I got in and it worked out. Cool. Well, thanks for that plug. Appreciate it. <laughs> um, that's fantastic. Um, yeah, like like I mentioned, I think 2020 has really um, really pushed our limitations as humans, as far as trust and confidence and uh, concerns and all these worries that that came with the pandemic, with family and friends. Um, as you were coming in, you know, everyone was in a different place. Um, recent grads, etc. Tell me about your confidence level. Tell me about um, these experiences that you just went through. We just finished 12 weeks. Um, and from the beginning of week one to the end of week 12, you started as a different person and you came out as a completely different person with new friends, with new everything. I would love to hear your experience. Let's start, kind of dive into that. Let's tap into the experience and Gonna have Henry go first. Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know, I'm happy to divert to somebody else if they want to go first. Uh, Taylor, if you'd like to go first, <laughs> I know you've been last the whole time. <laughs> sure, I can go. Um, so I think for me, um, the I like made such huge improvements that I'm actually shocked that this is possible in 12 weeks. Um, I think for me going in, I was just 
not confident as myself as an industrial designer. I was not sure if I could even put that on my resume. I was like really unsure if I could even apply for industrial design jobs just because I didn't have that bachelor's. And I knew that everyone that I saw online had such beautiful portfolios. And I was like, oh gosh, mine's nowhere close to being that nice. And so I had like basically zero confidence in myself to land an industrial design job. And now like after going through these 12 weeks, I feel like I know what I want in a job and I know what kind of like people I want to work around. And I've gained a lot of like, uh, like technical like skills in terms of like CAD and key shot and like sketching abilities. But I also feel like I understand a lot more about industrial design as a whole and like the history behind it. I feel like I've made a lot of friends who are in industrial design, which has been really great because just having these like studio talks one-on-one I've watched like movies uh, based off of recommendations. Like um, there's been a bunch of articles that have been sent back and forth. So, and like everyone's just been a huge resource to me like growing and like everyone's been super encouraging. And at first I was really worried that people would be like, oh, you're an engineer, please leave. Like you're not welcome here. (laughs) And so I, I think I was like really concerned about that but everyone turned out to be really nice and really encouraging and so. I think I've just grown tremendously throughout this time. That's awesome to hear. I think you're in a very unique position where you are, you, you're offering, um, essentially you're an engineer, but also an industrial designer. And those two things are extremely powerful together. So I'm sure you've heard this a lot during our program, but don't ever sell yourself short. And I think that is really unique about you. So. That's awesome to hear, Taylor. That's pretty sweet. Um, Olive, how was your experience? I had a really good experience. Um, I definitely, definitely can relate to the confidence like levels. In fact, like I wouldn't have even done something like this probably at the start. Um, so, like, um, yeah. And being able to, I think, have having that outlet as well for just discussion, it's definitely kind of made me more, built more of awareness and like somewhere where I can kind of channel, channel, oh, this wasn't going how I thought it was going. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, yeah, somewhere for to channel my energy over um over lockdown especially mm. um, yeah I don't think I had a lot of confidence in my design skills necessarily um from from uni it all felt quite self-taught some of it anyway um so being able to build that with without a competitive environment like the environment being just friendly and having not having that competitive element is like really nice just to have it is almost like a safe place to just kind of learn I guess um it's been really nice yeah and I think uh, learn and be yourself I think um I think we need to be better at it at just being okay and being vulnerable um I can totally relate to you uh university 
uh, can be a little toxic with your classmates and the studio culture and some kids are pretty mean <laughs> um, and selfish. There's definitely a lot of people who are always just looking out for themselves. Um, and you're like, I sit next to you. Just show me that shortcut to key shot or whatever. Like you just share it with me. It's not going to give you an upper hand if you just help me learn something new. But um, yeah, uh, German, what are your thoughts? So for me, I come from a digital art background from the University of Florida. So for me, I always had this imposter syndrome of like, I got a job as an industrial designer. It's what I've always wanted to do. But even at that job, I just felt like I wasn't producing what I knew I wanted to do. I came into this program with like zero self-confidence. Like I thought my drawing um, style was terrible. I thought I had no good ideas because I wasn't able to like, visually communicated I could only just talk about how good it was but over the course I can see such a clear difference in my skill and how I talk and how I visually communicate which is essentially the essence of our of our job is to visually communicate our ideas our concepts to better a product or an experience and the best example I can give of this is the other day I was talking to Kat, one of our other professors. She's a local in Chicago and she's teaching the portfolio class, which is one of the classes I was looking forward to the most. And I had a side-by-side -side comparison of the portfolio that I applied to and the one that I'm about to finish. And we were both just looking at it like, oh my God, there's such a difference in the level, the skill, the presentation, and how I'm talking about my products, how to develop a story, how to really showcase and highlight what I'm actually good at instead of what's lacking in my portfolio. Yeah, I think one thing that 2020 has really taught us is that this might be the beginning of us having a bigger presence online. So interviews, um, even meeting with family, like it's it's gonna be more common that we, we do less in person and more online. Um, and I think, uh, you know, being a really good storyteller, being very good at communicating your idea and then visually showing it, I think it's going to be very important because, um, you know, now you have to do it online and, um, you have to be extremely good at it. Um, I feel like when you did things in person, the advantage that you had there is that you were able to, um, feel someone's kind of energy, right? And you can still do that online. Um, I actually just did that the other day. I pitched, actually I pitched offsite to a really big company. And, um, you know, when you're really fired up about something, when you're passionate about something, whether it's online or in person, they can feel your energy. Um, and they, that's what they told me. They're like, holy smokes, we had no idea that, you know, you were part of this. Um, they were very excited. Um, and I always say that excitement spreads like wildfire. So it's really good to hear that. Um, and I'm really happy that um, you did see, you know, that uh, that progression. And um, and that's a very good, um, you know, um, it's a very good marker of success, right? Like in our in offsite, we don't have grades. But what 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 we do want is we want to see you improve from week one to week 12. Um, so that's awesome. Um, Henry, what, how was your experience from when you started 
to up until last week. I know that you came in already with a pretty good education, like not going to lie. ASU is a pretty good school and you had a pretty good portfolio. Yeah, I think um, I definitely, I, I think I've heard that a lot. And I think coming into the program um, and even just into 2020, it's definitely been a year of like learning about myself and building my, my confidence. Um, I think I did come in with a pretty strong portfolio, but I, I don't know if my confidence level matched that of my work. Um, I think that's been something I've, I've struggled with for a long time. Um, and this, I think really helped me to just like understand and take a step back and like, look at, look at what I'm doing and say, okay, I do know this and I don't know this. And so being an offsite really helped me to like, you know, organize that a little bit more um, and kind of just like continue this year of like growing and learning about myself. Um, and I think like, like German said with, um, with cats class, especially um, was a big one for me. Um, just being able to organize some of my thoughts a little bit better and like really tell that story um, and get a little bit of perspective on like, why, why was I not confident in my work? Like, was it because I wasn't showing myself in the right way or whatever that might be um, really giving me that, that space to take uh, more steps forward, I think. Absolutely. Um, I think one thing that you guys did very well because Offsite couldn't have been successful without your initiatives. Um, we created this platform, we put everything together, we invited these educators and we put together the curriculum. That's just 50% of the experience. The other 50% is you guys, the students, you guys come in and if you just sit there like robots and you take the information and you don't engage with each other, you don't create a culture, you don't create a community, um, then it's just going to be a very cold uh, kind of education. But what you guys did that we had no idea this was going to happen, honestly, like we did not, we, in my mind, I was like, oh, this is already going to be awesome. Um, and you guys really exceeded this. You guys came in, a lot of you are very, um, I think it's in your nature. You, there's some very natural leaders in this cohort that just took it upon themselves and um, started asking for stuff, started asking for things. Hey, can you make this channel? Can you do this for us? Can you do this? Can you invite this designer to come on and on Fridays and present to us? Um, and that, that honestly was amazing because I think that's how design education should be. It should be a relationship between uh, the educators and the people running and the students. It shouldn't be one direction. It should be two directions. Um, and we should be here listening to your needs. And what you guys created, you guys had game night, you guys had studio, um, where you guys, you know, the Zoom studio or studio hours. Um, you guys did karaoke. You guys did a bunch of things that I had the pleasure of sitting in maybe like 2% of the time. Um, that, that honestly, I think that was a cherry on top. That was like the most amazing thing that we could have asked for because that was something that we weren't even thinking of doing. Um, and I think that has a lot to do with, with this 50-50 relationship. Um, and as we're doing you know, this cohort and the next cohort, um, it's like I'm learning new things every day from the students, from what we're doing. This is all like just one big 
experiment. And as an educator, this is like, I'm amazed every day that this happened, that you guys kind of went out of your way to create this. Um, so every time I hear someone say, oh, Hector created offsites, um, I always correct them. I'm like, I didn't create offsite. It was me and like 60 other people because it could. It, there's no way that I could have done this alone. Absolutely no way. Um, and I really don't think that this formula um, was conceived, you know, six months ago. Um, this like this had to come from so many. I mean, the odds. I mean, the 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 way that we um, were reviewing every portfolio and how we selected every student and every student from a different part of the world. Um, honestly, like I just don't know how it happened, but we just selected probably the best cohort that we've ever had. To be fair, we only had one cohort, but. Um, <laughs> there's going to be something special about that, that it's just, you know, it's like getting your first car and you, you know, in 20 years, you might have three cars, but that first car is always going to mean so much to you. That's an awful analogy, but I would love to hear your thoughts on this community that you guys built that in no way that we planned for it. And we couldn't even imagine that you guys really brought, you guys brought that. And we are super appreciative about that. Tell us about this community um, and why, why that's, that's important, right? It's important to have this, not just school, not just learning, like that's all great, but we as humans, we need, you know, engagement. Um, yeah, Tyler. Um, yeah, I think for me, um, my, my big thing was that like, I did not know any single person walking into offsite. I had no clue who everyone was. I felt like really intimidated because of my lack of confidence. I was like looking at people who posted, oh, I'm in the first cohort on Instagram. And so I was looking through their profiles and I was like, oh my goodness, I am nowhere close to being anywhere near their level. And I was like, oh, the lack of confidence just skyrocketed and so I was like I didn't really say much the first few weeks of class um, and then uh, I started coming to studio sessions and started to like just talk to people and I was like oh these are real people who are like actually really nice and I was like oh no need to be like completely afraid and I think that like really helped me like speak up a lot more in class, like to actually say like, hey, this is kind of confusing. Maybe someone else has this question too. And so I think for me, that was like really beneficial. And like just going to like game nights and just chilling with other like people, I felt like that was like a really important part. I think one time we spent six hours on a Zoom call, just like <laughs> having fun playing games. And I was like, oh my goodness, where did the time go? But I mean, honestly, it's just, it's been like a really big blast. Like I had so much fun getting to know everyone and everyone was like really nice and actually really cares. And like the feedback that people give, like, you know, sometimes, sometimes you just want to feel good about the work that you've done. So people will definitely like say like, oh, wow, that's super awesome. Do you want feedback? You know, are you trying to like, you know, improve on this or is this like your final? And so like, just the like level of respect is really nice. Um, I feel like people really care about giving you feedback, but also like 
encouraging you along the way and not just being like, wow, this is so terrible. How could you even do something like this? <laughs> so I think people knew what level of feedback to give. And so that was like really important for me to like grow as a designer and not just, you know, feel like my work was like so bad compared to everyone else. And I think just that level of encouragement really helped me like grow so much. That's awesome. That is pretty awesome. Um, Henry. Yeah, I know you were a big part of, of you know, really building that community. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it was just, I don't know, it was kind of just, um, like you said, just ask, um, <laughs> just wanted something to happen. But I think, um, you know, as much as it was like um, on us, there was, there was a lot of us and building that community. But I think something that you did really well that I think really contrasts with my experience in um, traditional design education was just the the room. I think that you left for the students. Um, everyone who was educating, it never felt like uh, like a one-way relationship, you know, in any of the classes or anything. You know, in school, it kind of often felt like, okay, like I'm the teacher and you're the student, like you learn from me, I don't learn from you, but this felt like a, a learning environment, you know? Um, everyone learned from each other um, in both directions and learned from other students. And it was more just like a learning community as opposed to like a school experience. And I think that really left room um, for me and a lot of other people to feel comfortable asking for those things and asking to fill up some of that space um, with things that we were interested in. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I appreciate that. Olive, what do you think? Yeah, I think Henry and Taylor said it quite nicely. Um, also just, the diverse range of people. Um, I don't think I knew any American designers <laughs> before now. Now I feel like I know hundreds, <laughs> maybe more more American designers than UK designers now, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, and the different, also really nice having the mixed range of, not abilities necessarily, but experience levels, I guess, from people still in, uh, university to people who have been working for a few years um, like there was even somebody that worked at IDSA um, mm -hmm. and like just that different different wealth of experience and um, different knowledge it just made it really nice to be able to get feedback from all sorts of people and get to know all sorts of different people too um, yeah, that was probably the nicest part for me. Yeah, that's that's pretty amazing. I think, um, you know, when I was in school, when I was a student, I probably only knew three students that were, they were, um, one of them was from Australia, one of them from South Africa, and one was from the UK. And they came in to our school um, on an exchange program. And um, their design experience was completely different because design education is different in different parts of the world. And I was like, that was so awesome. And I was very like thankful that I was, that was a, I was, I, I built this relationship with these three specific uh, classmates of mine, but they were only there for one semester, um, which was sad. And um and uh, as I went into education, I, I was like, education 
design education should be on a global scale because industrial design is on a global scale, right? Not everything that we design and build, prototype, whatever happens in one city or in one country, it happens. There's so many moving parts. There's a lot of puzzles, uh, pieces to this puzzle and different parts of the world. And so therefore it should be on a global scale. Um, and I think when we did offsite, that was when we first started, we were like, oh, this is only going to be US space. And I was like, I, I don't think we should do that. I think we need to open it up to everyone because we are going to equally learn from everyone, not just educators, but classmates. Um, I would love to learn about people's cultures and how they function, how design is different. Um, so, you know, we have a pretty, I think we have students, we have students that um, are part of like eight different time zones. And you guys are the real like heroes in this program uh, for, for just really putting up with everything that we did and uh, being up in the evenings and into the next day. Um, so it's awesome to hear your experience and being part of this community, Olive. Uh, German, what do you think? So touching on that like education, um, for me, when I was in art school, I would sometimes find myself either keeping to myself or arguing with like professors in terms of like, since I was going to art school, everything art is emotionally driven. It's not user or functionality. So when I would do art, essentially, my professors would only tell me what they wanted to see and not how to express myself individually as an artist. So I would always fight that. I would always tell me, I would always tell them like, why are you telling me to do this if you're just gonna give me an A. I'd rather get a C or a D expressing myself and as opposed to you giving me an A and doing some, something that compromises myself. So then when I came into this, I didn't know anyone. I, all I saw was pictures on Instagram and I started getting terrified because I don't really use Instagram, let alone for design. I'm not, not that type of person, but I would see everyone on Instagram I'm like, oh my God. I'm terrible. I'm, I'm going to be one of the lower people in this whole range, this whole spectrum of people. And then once I started talking to the professors, talking to the students, um, I actually had a meeting with Taylor early on because she explained to me toy design. It was something I wanted to explore. And she helped me so much by just talking to me. And then I started talking to everyone else in the, in the program and then talking to the professors, actually collaborating with them seeing things from their point of view and then having them see things through my point of view and having that open discussion, open conversation really helped so much in developing myself as more, not as a designer per se, but more as a human being, as a person with ideas and thoughts and it helped being heard. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's funny, industrial design is, it's a really competitive field. It's a really competitive space. And um, I honestly believe that by you being a part of Offsite, we're going to help you give you that competitive edge. Um, my goal for Offsite in general is whether you don't have an internship or not, 
or you're already employed, my goal is to help you reach your next, whether you want to be employed or you're trying to get an internship or you're trying to get a promotion. That That is the ultimate goal for offsite. And I think instead of giving you guys grade, that's what we want to strive for. You know, you go through our program. We want to make sure that everyone here leaves, not just with a certificate of completion, that's just a piece of paper, but much better you leave with um, security, right? And um, I think we can do that with the relationships that we have with industry, um, with, um, I, yeah, it honestly comes down to relationships. Um, and I think um, you guys really trusted us. And like you said, German, like you were not big on, you know, the whole social media game. And that might be, you know, the whole social media thing. It's scary because it does bring insecurities in you. We all have these insecurities, no matter if you're Michael DeTulo or you're Johnny Ive, we all have some kind of insecurities. Um, and um, I think, um, well, number one, you know, I think talking about it is better than comparing yourself to other people. And I think we all have a place in industrial design and we want to help you achieve that. So you being a part of our first cohort um, it just makes us so excited to continue working. Um, I'm going to make sure that my team works through the holidays. No questions asked. <laughs> um, the 12, Bethany, Tiffany, you guys, no breaks. Um, but um, that's what gets us excited. <laughs> it gets us excited that, um, you know, when we were planning this, um, we've never met in person to plan this. It all happened online. Um, and we started planning this in the middle of June and we've met every Saturday since. So it's been about 25 weeks since we have been meeting once a week, the faculty and us, the, the team. Um, because just because we started the program doesn't mean that we ended. Like we were actually, every week we were like, how can we fix this? How can we make this better? What are some concerns? Um, and it was just iterations, right? This is just like the design process, iterations. Um, yeah, and in my, seven or six years of working in traditional academia, not once have I had a meeting with other faculty where we were like, all right, how can we make this better? How can we, you know, um, do this together? And uh, so, yeah, I, I was a really big, um, really wanted to push that human experience. I think that's very important um, because design education is pretty cold and it just shouldn't be that way. But um any last words before we take off any advice for students, any parting words? This could be open to any of you. Um, or maybe like, what should they prepare for besides getting excited and telling the friends? I don't know. I mean, you tell us. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd love that. I think I actually had a thought while you're talking about too, the competitiveness. And I think this really runs into this topic well. Just, um, I think something offsite really helped to teach me um, was to be really competitive. You can't be like looking at everybody around you as a competitor or as like an enemy because you don't, you don't learn anything. And I think like you look, should look around the industry is like small and we're all trying to get better. And so we want to get better together. And sometimes the best way to learn is to teach somebody else. And so if you want to be really competitive, you have to help the people around you. And I think this is a really great example of that. And just talking about the, the meetings you had, um, trying to get better, everything. I think that was like a really 
like another contrast from traditional education, you know, traditional education taught me like, okay, the industry's hardcore and harsh and everybody's out to get you. Uh, and you should be scared going into the world. And offsite was like, you know, like there are people out there who want to help you because they want to get better. And the only way they're going to get better is by helping other people get better. So I think that was extremely valuable for me. Um, on terms, in terms of advice for <laughs> students coming in, I would say give the program all the time you have to give it because uh, the offsite team is going to mirror all of that energy back to you. I think you guys did a really good job of that. Um, the amount of energy I put in, I felt like was reflected right back at me. Um, and that was something that was really valuable, just having that support. Um, I mean, I, I think I've been, you know, every chance I get, I've been yelling this to the, the internet, but um, I think I just felt so like, honestly loved and supported by a design program, which is, um, you know, rare for design education. So, you know, be, uh, be vulnerable. Awesome. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. You definitely get what you put into it. Um, you get out what you put into it because I came in here like having goals for myself. I wanted to, you know, better myself as a person, as a designer. And the best advice I can give to someone is to start obsessing over design and admiring those that are better than you because you will get to a, an opportunity to speak with them as a person. You know, some of these people are amazing both as designers, but more importantly, as a person, like I would love to go grab a beer with some of these people, talk about design, talk about anything really. And then another piece of advice is to speak up. Um, at first I was a little hesitant because I was scared in myself and I thought everyone else was just gonna be like an art school where, oh, I'm better than you because my art is amazing. I can draw on Instagram. I have 20,000 followers, but really everyone is just, genuine i haven't met a person in this program both professors help support or uh students that isn't willing to like help you or talk with you or give you the feedback that you need to actually succeed so really just speak up and be involved in, in everything it has to throw at you awesome yeah, and I think for me, um, what I love the most about Offsite is that the professors are from industry. So like they do have that experience to back up what they're talking about, but also that they really care about the students and like they actually really like teach you well. It's not just like, I'm from industry. This is how it is. All right, you get it, good. And then just leave you hanging. I feel like they really care and like, they actually really try to like break it down for you to understand and then like have you do like homework and exercises to help you understand that. And like we've done like some breakout rooms and things like that. And that's really helped me like to meet other people in the program, but also just, you know, to talk about things and really get like my opinions out and like get feedback on that. And so I thought that was just very helpful that like just the teachers in general just care so much about the students. And like, I remember in the beginning, I think they were like, oh, here's the like course plan. If there's anything that like we didn't cover in this, like, let me know, we can squeeze it in, you know, we can move things around. It was, it was like so flexible. And I love that, that they're willing to like 
listen to what the students had to say and like actually take that advice and and like actually implement it because I've definitely seen teachers say like oh yeah we can do whatever and then you suggest something and they're like no not that though <laughs> and I was like okay I will never say anything <laughs> but I feel like they definitely care so much and like in terms of advice I would say like join as many like studio sessions as you can. That's when you get to really get to know your classmates. And I've learned so much from those studio sessions. I think Henry and I stayed up to like one or 2 a.m. one time just going over how to CAD and KeyShot and the whole workflow. And I asked so many questions and he made it so clear. And I learned absolutely so much from that. And I think that's like the best thing is that you have access to all these people. And like, we probably spent like three or four hours just talking about CAD and KeyShot. So, I mean, that's just amazing. And yeah, I can't encourage people enough to do that. So, yeah. That's great. My advice, I guess, would be to just apply. <laughs> go for it. If you're thinking about it, go for it. I don't think, I don't think you'd regret it. I definitely don't. Um, money well spent. Um, and also, if you're not sure about it, whether you have time as well, like this cohort, we've had people who have got like full-time jobs um, and they've, yeah, I've seen, seen them completely transform over the 12 weeks. So I think if you, if you really want to do it, you can make it work. Um, it's very flexible um, to, yeah, to give as much time as you have. Um, and also because everything's recorded, being able to catch up as well. If you're struggling with that side of things, it fits in well to any routine, I'd say. So reply. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I really appreciate everyone's insights and telling us about your experience. Um, yeah, I, you know, I think education, I'm really milking this whole education thing, so I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, but it is very important for those who are educating other people to be really good um, at communicating that content, right? It's, it's, I think we all have our own different workflow, like you, everyone here, Here's a really good example. Everyone here knows how to use Photoshop, but I bet you not everyone here does it the same. We all have our little ways of doing it, different shortcuts, right? Now imagine you have to teach Photoshop to a group of students, right? So you have to be really good at being good at teaching that that information to someone else. Because when I do it, you don't you don't do it in the way that you teach it. You do it really quickly because it's all like processing in your brain, right? Like in the moment. So it, teaching is it's it's difficult right especially industrial design that it's it's a it's an industry where it's good for you to be teaching from experience um there's some amazing designers that are just awful at teaching they're just not good at teaching other people and communicating other people that information and then there's some really good teachers that don't have the experience right so we have to find that sweet spot somewhere in the middle. And I think we found it with these six instructors where they're very natural at speaking and it being very clear and they're very intelligent. And the plus side is that they have experience, right? Um, 
And uh, I think a lot of, you know, schools face that problem is that it is really hard. I know that there's a lot of educators out there that are fighting the good fight and they're great people. Um, but it is, it's tough. And uh, I just want to make it clear that offsite is not here to by no means compete with education. Like I mentioned, there's some great universities, some great programs, some great educators. What we want to do is we want to offer an alternative option. So an option B, there is no option B. There's only option A. There's only been option A for years. And um, it's every year, I feel like it just gets more expensive and it becomes more elite and more exclusive. And uh, we just want to offer another option for those people who feel like they just want to level up their skills and they want to come in and be part of a community. So we really appreciate your time and your energy that you put into our program um, because your success is our success. Um, and uh, we just want to let you know that, uh, you know, we really appreciate your kind of energy into making our program um, especially this online program, right? Like it's it's difficult to do something online because you do miss that in-person interaction, but somehow you guys made it. And I honestly believe that hopefully in the future, one day we do open a physical building and you guys get to come visit us or we have some type of reunion where we fly you guys all, all out to Chicago. I think that would be awesome. Because um, believe it or not, some of the instructors have never met in person. Like, I don't think Dom has ever met Cat um, in person. <laughs> um, so that's really, it's really odd. It's, it's funny, but we made it work um, and we made it happen. So hopefully maybe in two or three years, we have a budget where we can fly everyone to Chicago and we have a nice reunion. That would be super awesome. Um, and uh, other than that, thank you so much. I'm sure we will be in touch, like I mentioned. You know, uh, last week when you're part of Offsite, not only do you come in and you become a student of our program, but when you leave, that's just the beginning of our relationship. So um, I want to thank Taylor and German and Henry and Olive for coming onto the podcast and sharing your experiences. Um, hopefully, for those who are listening, if you are a student, if you're on the fence, this can kind of help you make that decision and um, trust us a little bit so you can can come into our program and we can help you succeed so thank you thank you to you for uh really appreciated and we will be in touch soon of course um also of course anyone's welcome to reach out uh just want to put that out there you're welcome to reach out on instagram um pretty easy to find or uh by email uh i think that's on my instagram as well um yeah we'll, we'll make feel free to reach out we will make sure that we uh, put everyone's information when we publish our podcast so that you guys can reach out to Henry and anyone else who's interested in offering their advice. But thank you very much. Uh, that's pretty much it. Have a good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Let's continue this conversation on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Discord. You can find us at Context with Advanced Design on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Context is produced by Advanced Design with editing and production by Betuel Benitez and music by Shaide from Pixabay.